Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. All right, news roundup information overload hour 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we're following every race around the country. It's that simple. And that includes in New York where I believe Kathy Hochul, who took over for Andrew Cuomo, can be beaten. Well, here's Lee Zeldin's latest ad. There's no question that this fear of crime is real. Then without warning, he turned to violence. You're looking at actual violent crimes caught on camera in Kathy Hochul's New York. And it's getting much worse on Kathy Hochul's watch. On November 8th, vote like your life depends on it. It just might. Lee Zeldin for governor. Because it's time our families feel safe again. And by the way, all Hochul is running are ads uh, about abortion and about Trump and January 6th. Everything I tell you that they're going to do. I mean, it's gotten so bad. I I mean, it was the greatest political jujitsu move. And Republican governors are involved uh, sending these illegal immigrants to D.C., to New York. Now Martha's Vineyard by Ron DeSantis. I I just love all of it. Um, And it's working. Um, as we look at all of these races, I'm not going to make the mistake I made last year and not pay enough attention to a state like New York, even though the odds are it's a long shot for Lee Zeldin. He's certainly in the game. According to the polls, we have Matt Towery is with us. Uh, Matt, I've been focused mostly on the Senate races. Um, where do you see the state of the race now? 54 days out of Election Day. Well, contrary to the, a lot of the national media right now and the national pollsters who are saying, oh, the Democrats have got this new win behind them and Biden's approval rating is coming back with a roar, 
I'm not finding that in the states that I poll, for example, for the Fox affiliates I poll for in these battleground states. I'm finding that the president's uh, approval ratings are very anemic, um, much uh, worse for him in these battleground states. I think we're just outright being lied to by the media mob as they lied to us in 2016 and, and told us that Trump colluded with Russia as they lied about Hunter's laptop in 2020. I just assume they're all lying. It's a momentum play, and and they all talk to each other, and it becomes a big, giant, um, you know, echo chamber. And so in, in their minds, things are turning around. Um, I think we're going to see, and this is just, I'm beginning to see this happen, Sean. You remember in 2020, um, about three or four of us, of the pollsters, were pretty much dead on. And I think even Nate Silver, who doesn't like to hand out any awards to me, said that, that five of us really had the lowest error in the country, and they couldn't figure out why. It's because we couldn't get voters. We were able to, but the other pollsters would not or could not get the voters who wanted to support Donald Trump, and they weren't captured in their polls. I really believe this time we're having the same thing take place, and that is that even with our polls, um, it's becoming increasingly difficult to get people to tell you how they're going to vote, certainly in this in this uh, time period in which it looks like people who are conservative or certainly if they support Trump are going to be persecuted or going to be singled out or going to be trampled on. People don't want to tell you that they're voting Republican. And um, the error level last time was about 2.5 to 3 percent nationally on average. If you were to take 2 to 3 percent from each of these Senate races, add it to the Republican and take it from the Democrat, you, in almost every one of these states, not only do you have a dead even race, in most instances, the Republican would be ahead. So I, I feel like I thought this thing was lost. As you well know, we talked about it ourselves many times. About 45 days ago, 30 days ago, I thought this thing was going down the twos for the Republicans, and I thought the Democrats were going to prevail again. But there was a big shift that took place. It started with the uh, decision to, uh, you know, forgive a certain amount of tuition um, uh, loans that were, that were owed by folks. Uh, the that student was loan one. forgiveness program, yeah. Loan. Exactly. And then, and then it was exacerbated by that very dark speech that Biden gave about almost going on two weeks ago that – the average person couldn't figure out what and why he was talking about it. And I think since that time period with the economic news we have and just the general spillage of finally we're getting to beginning to see some of the issues like the border spill over to areas where it has to be covered in other states and the media has to cover it. I get a sense that this thing is drifting in it just as a whole more towards the Republicans than any of the pollsters are picking up right now. Well, that's getting interesting. Jim McLaughlin, I know you and your brother have been polling New York, for example. Is it a stretch to think Lee Zeldin can have a huge upset and win the governorship in New York? You know, the interesting part about it is, Sean, is I don't think it's going to be that big of an upset. Because the truth of the matter is you look at the legitimate polls in New York, and this fits into what you and Matt were just talking about. They're showing it's a single-digit race. And by the way, Kathy Hochul, who is, even though she wasn't the elected incumbent, she's the pseudo-incumbent in this race, she's under 50% of the vote already. All these undecided voters, they know who she is. And when you look at the undecided, they overwhelmingly think Joe Biden's doing a horrible job. They overwhelmingly think that Kathy Hochul's doing a bad job. And they overwhelmingly say the country and the state are off on the wrong track. And things are horrible when it comes to cost of living, to inflation, to crime. 
they're looking for the Lee Zeldins of the world to get things back. And we're seeing it not just in Lee Zeldin's race, but we're also seeing it in these congressional races. I know you talked with Mike Lawler yesterday, who is actually beating Sean Patrick Maloney, who is basically Nancy Pelosi's campaign manager. He's up by four points in the suburbs, up in the Hudson Valley right now. And just what Matt was talking about, we've been through these wave elections in the past. You know, you go back to 1994, you go back to 2010, 2014. By the way, Matt and I were together in 94. He was working. What was your title back then, Matt? I was uh, Newt Gingrich's campaign chairman. Okay, and I was the MC of the event the, the night that Newt became speaker, so I was the lowly talk show host screaming out victory after victory, which was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, it was a fun night. Yeah, well, but I don't want to get people's hopes up too high, Jim. I honestly, I, I'm not, I never get Pollyannish on this. I always tell people, just assume you're 10 points behind. No question, and you're exactly right about that. Remember at this time, people thought it was crazy back in 94 that the Republicans would actually pick up the House. They picked up 60-plus seats. Now is the most important part of the campaign. We've got, what, about 54 days left in this campaign. Not that I'm counting the days. But this is when the focus really comes into play. And we've got to set the contrast on the issues that people care about most. Well, this is why I like, and some people don't like it, that I'm saying good things about Kevin McCarthy, and they might have issues with Kevin. Put put your, your criticism of him aside for a second. The idea of commitments to America, this has not been done since the contract in 94. That's 28 years. And that's laying out in writing exactly what you are going to do if you're given the opportunity to lead. I want every single candidate signing that document and then following through on that document and being held accountable for whether or not they do keep their promises. I like that idea. Well, no. so I, yeah, I so do I, and I think Newt Gingrich likes it as well. And of course, he was the the, the hero of 1994 with the contract with America. I know he I likes say, it. He's been telling me on TV and radio that he likes it. Absolutely. So, so I want to make one note, though. And I, you talk about you're very cautious. I want to be cautious as well. Um, one of the things that we're not used to now is this got you, and I mean really got you, not coming from the media, but coming from our own government. And we never know what the new gotcha is going to be, the new crisis, the new attack, um, because it it appears that, at least from the Democratic side, they've decided to manage this thing with a news cycle that goes beyond any issues that they have to debate or answer. It has to be about Trump being indicted. It has to be about MAGA supporters uh, threatening people. In other words, look over here. Don't look at the real problems. The question is, will the public be diverted to these other issues? Will that be used as a, as a way to get Democrats to turn out in massive numbers? Or are people going to be looking at inflation? Are they going to be looking at the cost of their groceries, of their life, um, looking at electric vehicles where they're told they need to buy? Looking at Biden's failures. Yeah, you see, they can't run on one positive thing. And I've been identifying three things they're going to run on. Mm-hmm. January 6th slash Trump. And number two, they're going to be running on demagoguing abortion because of the Dobbs decision and misleading and lying to American women. And the third thing they'll run on is the usual playbook. Republicans are racist, sexist, et cetera, and they want dirty air and water. Besides that, they have nothing else, Matt. 
I think when it comes down to abortion, uh, we haven't really talked about this. I think that is baked in the cake. The turnout level probably can't be accelerated any. It can't be uh, held back any. That is what it is. So now it's the other, other things that are out there talking about. Um, and I don't know, Sean. I mean, I'm just a pollster. I don't know if, if in the end uh, the Republican momentum, which was sort of lost, like I said, about uh, 30 days ago, and I see it picking back up, if that's going to carry forward and that's just going to spill over. But I know one thing. There is a silent respondent to these polls out there. There are people who are literally afraid to talk uh, to a pollster or anyone else because of the of the climate that we have today exacerbated in the last few weeks. So it's going to good luck to pollsters because it may now be impossible for them to pick this wave up. When so it in other place. words, you might be people have picked up on the question of are you or have you ever been a supporter of Donald Trump and and they don't want to identify themselves as anything, and they're like, they don't want to talk to any pollster. I, I, I can understand that environment, and I think there's a lot of truth to that, so maybe it becomes impossible to poll. Well, let me ask you both, Jim, I'll start with you. What Senate races are you most concerned about for the Republicans? Look, I think the Senate map is much better for the Republicans than they're being given credit for right now, because, again, it goes back to what you and Matt were talking about, they're trying to suppress money to these Senate races. They're trying to suppress support to these races. And when you look at it, they talk about how, say, um, you know, uh, in Nevada that the Democrats are ahead, or Raphael Warnock in Georgia. All these candidates, whether it's Nevada, Arizona, New Hampshire, Georgia, all these battleground Senate races, all the Democratic incumbents are under 50% of the vote. And this is what we were talking about before. The vast majority of those undecideds, they have 100% name ID with those voters. Those vast majority of undecideds are going to vote against the Democrats because they don't like the record inflation. They don't like the skyrocketing crime. They don't like the rising interest rates, the open borders, and all that other kind of good stuff right now. They're in trouble right now, the Democrats, when it comes to these Senate races, even though the map is not great for us. And the other thing that's gone on in these races, the Democrats have significantly outspent the Republicans over the last couple months. After Labor Day, that money advantage that they have, it's not going to be as big as it was before. They're literally, that's one of their big tactics. They're trying to buy these races. And at the end of so, the day, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Quick break. More of the pollsters, Jim McLaughlin and Matt Towery on the other side. 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking, patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. 
Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking, patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Get back to our pollsters, Jim McLaughlin and Matt Towery. If you look at a lot of these races, and Matt, we've been following this, in every Senate race, it seems to be the same M.O. I mean, it's happening in, in Ohio with J.D. Vance. It's happening with Ron Johnson. It's happening with Dr. Oz. It's happening with Herschel Walker. It's happening with Ted Budd. Is that they're spending tens and tens of millions of dollars in negative ads on these candidates, the Democratic candidates themselves, they don't want to debate the Republicans. Fetterman doesn't want to debate Oz until, what, a week before Election Day? Well, at that point, half the vote is going to be in. Uh, you know, the same thing, Raphael Warnock doesn't want to debate Herschel Walker. Mandela Barnes doesn't want to debate Ron Johnson. They're hiding, and they're they're hoping that the Biden hiding the basement strategy and and bombard people with false negative ads is going to work. Is that going to work for them, Matt? I don't think so. What I found interesting is they, they were all sort of rope-a-doping on whether to debate and, and trying to skip it. And in the last week, uh, several of these candidates said, oh, okay, I will debate. Now, admittedly, they've got all kinds of, you know, uh, requirements. Yeah, but they say they're going to they debate could. at the end of October. At that right. point, in a lot of these states, half the vote is in. Well, my, I my think point the, is this. They, they didn't even want to debate at all. And now I think they're beginning to realize they've got to do something. Um, you know, the Democrats rely on early votes, Sean. You know that. They now, uh, I think in North Carolina, there's a substantial lead in the number of ballots for early voting for Democrats. But that's absentee. But that's really nothing because Republicans love to vote on Election Day. And I think what they're concerned about is is that they, they can't stay in the basement in this instance because I promise you this. I don't care what the national media say. I have seen every one of these Senate races that I've been polling begin to narrow in the last 10, 15 days. And I can name all of them. Georgia has now Herschel's in the lead. It's within right. the margin of error in Pennsylvania. Ron Johnson has taken a slight lead. Uh, I see J.D. Vance pulling away. Laxalt is up in Nevada. Um, uh, I'd, I'd like to see Blake Masters do a little better out in Arizona than he's doing now, but I, I have no doubt he'll do better. Uh, Bud has this three-point lead in North Carolina. Um, I don't know about New Hampshire yet. we got to pay attention. And then we could maybe look even at Colorado and the state of Washington. Uh, but anyway, Matt Towery, thank you. Jim McLaughlin, thank you. 800-941-SEAN is on numbers. If you want to be a part of the program, we'll get to your calls. Holding them accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 now until the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to join us. This is pretty interesting. The Hill reports more than 30 Russian municipal deputies have now signed a petition calling for Russian President Vladimir Putin to resign. We, the municipal deputies of Russia, believe that the actions of President Vladimir Putin harm the future of Russia and its citizens a translation of the petition reads, we demand the resignation of Vladimir Putin from the post of the president of the Russian Federation. This petition comes as the Ukrainian military has been pursuing a very successful counteroffensive, quickly reclaiming a lot of territory and pushing Russian uh, troops back to the northeastern border in many, many instances. And the petition was signed primarily by municipal deputies serving in Moscow and St. Petersburg, although the people that were signing this include officials from other cities. Um, now, there's been a series of about five or six, quote, associates of Vladimir Putin that just so happened to die in recent weeks. 
So I don't know. I'm, I would imagine that this is a pretty gutsy thing for these people to do. But we'll find out in the days and weeks and months to come. Uh, our trust fund baby brat in a hoodie, John Fetterman, uh, his campaign. So they agreed to a debate. They want this debate to take place on October the 25th. Okay. Election day is on November the 8th. Early voting starts, what, Monday in Pennsylvania. It's this Monday, right? You live in Pennsylvania, Linda. In other yep. words, mail-in voting. That's correct. So, okay, if you talk October 25th, you're looking at, all right, 31 days in October. All right, so now you, you've you've got six days and then eight days. So you got 14 days. That's, what, that's all you're going to have to determine. Half of Pennsylvania could have voted by then. Every debate needs to start taking place before the as single vote is cast. That is not difficult to accomplish. He doesn't want to debate before votes are cast. He wants to hide in the basement even more than Joe Biden did. He has literally s spoken less than an hour since the campaign has begun, the general election campaign. He didn't want anything to do when Joe Biden showed up in Pennsylvania on four separate occasions. And on top of that, he's asking for concessions and the concessions that a moderator must explain to the audience that Fetterman is using a closed captioning system. By the way, I feel sorry for the guy. He had a debate and, you know, the Oz people said, all right, we'll agree to that. But that's going to take a lot more time if, instead of 60 minutes to get any substance and we're going to need a little more time. We want it to be extended to 90 minutes. Uh, that makes perfect sense to me. But the real question is, why are they waiting until 14 days out of the election? That's unfair to the people of Pennsylvania. He has not answered one single question from the media mob about his medical condition. He's never answered a question about why he supports sanctuary cities, de decriminalization of hard drugs like heroin, meth, crack, etc. Why he wants safe shooting zones for drug addicts. He has yet to explain where he got the money to pay for these eight houses that he apparently had that he never told anybody about that he was supposed to report on his financial disclosure reports. He also apparently has now tax issues. He likes to come off as the working man with the tattoos and the hoodie. Uh, but it turns out he never had a real job in his life that, you know, Fetterman's a, a guy in a hoodie. That's a trust fund brat. It's all an image thing. And then he has the stroke. He can't speak very well. He's not articulating anything. He's not explaining why he wants a moratorium on energy production in the U.S. That will destroy Pennsylvania's economy or why he doesn't want any restrictions on abortion. You know, these are really important questions. Why he wants to defund the police, dismantle the police. And he's not answered a single question. And the media's given him a pass. And we're only 54 days until the midterms and people start voting Monday. This is insanity. This is no way to run an election and have integrity in the system. And then the people will vote. They'll just, you know, vote party line vote, not know anything about Fetterman's radical positions because the media has given him a pass, just like the media helped in 2016 spread the Trump-Russia collusion lie, just like the media lied about Hunter Biden's uh, laptop three weeks before the 2020 election. The same old crap, but the same thing's happening everywhere. You know, you've got this Mandela Barnes with the most radical record. We've gone over his record. He doesn't want anything to do. He doesn't want to debate Ron Johnson. He wants to hide. He's getting all this money pouring in from outside of Wisconsin. 
All this money pouring into Pennsylvania from outside of Pennsylvania. All this money pouring into Ohio in support of uh, real radical uh, Tim Johnson to attack J.D. Vance. The same thing's happening in North Carolina with Ted Budd. Same thing's happening in South Carolina with Senator Tim Scott. Same thing is happening in Georgia with Herschel Walker. Same thing's happening to Marco Rubio. Same thing's happening to every Republican candidate. Eric Schmidt in Missouri and uh, Adam Laxalt out in Nevada. Same thing's happening to Blake Masters in Arizona. It's happening all over the country. And um, you see what's at stake here. They don't want to debate because they can't defend their radical positions. They have picked the most radical left-wing candidates imaginable. So now they're stuck with them. So their advice is just hide and don't debate. If you have to debate, make it as close to the election day as possible so you won't get hurt by the debate. I don't know why. I mean, Dr. Oz's campaign, they don't need to agree to these changes, which is, I've never heard of a debate where they have closed caption before. And if they're going to do that, that's going to eat up a lot of the one hour. It's only an hour, and it's only 14 days before Election Day. Betterman's going to be on delay. It's unfair to viewers. It's unfair to the people of Pennsylvania. The questions apparently is being run by Nexstar. They're, they're doing that debate. You know, during the practice sessions for Fetterman, bears zero resemblance to the actual questions. Anyway, they're letting Fetterman practice the closed caption system. But now with Fetterman practicing his answers ahead of time, I mean, this is insanity. Dr. Oz wants seven debates. This guy can't talk. He's struggling the few times he's been out to speak for three or four minutes. It is a massive struggle. So he's not disclosing to the people of Pennsylvania the real condition. And it's happening in every state. This is this is the battle we're up against here. All right, 800-941-SEAN. Our number, if you want to be a part of the program, is it Lee uh, in South Carolina? Yes. How are you? Hi. I'm good, Sean. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. So uh, I'm worried for our country, you know, everything that's going on, you know, and he's having a party, you know, uh, celebrating. And I feel like he's only celebrating because... People aren't opening their eyes to what is going on here. Well, I mean, I think everybody's feeling it. You know, I went through earlier in the program today a series of what what Biden's life is doing for average American families. And it's devastating them. People can't make ends meet. I, I, I'll, I'll, if I had time, I'd go over it again. They're not going to be able to go out to dinner. They can't take the same vacation. They thought they'd be able to get a new car. They thought they might be able to move to a different neighborhood and get a different home and, and, you know, basically move up with their lives. They can't do any of that. And it's all only going to get worse. I don't see it getting better. Crime is out of control everywhere, you know, and, you know, ed the educational system's a mess. Every aspect of our economy, I think it's going to be far worse than people are predicting. That's my take on it. Uh, I'm preparing for the worst. The only the only good news that I can say to people, and I don't give financial advice, like I don't give medical advice, but I think you get treasuries now at, what, 4% for a year? Pretty close to that. I mean, at least you can park your money and get something back. You know, in, in recent years, you've not been able to get anything back. Yeah, well, it's far, it's far worse than that, you know? I mean, how are people going to heat their houses if there's not oil? You know, what I do for a living, I 
drive people from all over the country. And I've spoken to the farmers and I've spoken to Cuban people that have said to me flat out, we came here because it was free. Where do we go from here? They've lived, eat, breathe communism. Where do they go from here? I, I, it, it floored me when, when these people said this to me. You know, I've um, been hearing the exact same thing. Uh, when I do go down to Florida occasionally, I hear it everywhere. I hear it from so many different people. And, and I'll tell you, the greatest indicator we've had on this program is this great audience. Farmers calling this program, warning us, going back a year now, about how bad things are going to get and how high, high, how prices are going to remain high, regardless of what the consumer price index is. And truckers that are telling us the real state of the economy, the real state of the supply chain. And so the people that do make this country great, they have been... They've, they've been out there sounding the alarm like Paul Revere. Trouble is coming. Trouble is coming. Thank goodness. At least we've been able to warn all of you in this audience and offer the best counsel we can give you. I got criticized for this. I said to people, look, in times like this, there's only two things that you can do to to sort of get through rough economic times. One is decrease your spending. Two is you got to find other ways to bring in more income. And when I said that, people got angry. Hannity's telling poor people to work more. And I'm like, I throw my hands up. I'm like, these people are so stupid. Well, I was one of those poor people. And that's what I did. So that's how I made more money. I would work longer hours, more jobs, seven days a week, and I wouldn't stop. That's, that's how I, I got out of a position that I didn't like being in, which was living paycheck to paycheck. I worked out of it i worked harder and i'd see only that from my youth that's all i've ever known and i don't know these people i don't why that would be something to criticize believe me i i sympathize with working men and women because that's you know decades of my life and everyone thinks oh you just work four hours a day hannity i'm like you have no idea what i do this this is an all-consuming 24-7 job, and I want to do the best at it, so I work hard at it. And uh, But I don't want to see Americans suffer, and I want, you know, if we would just do energy independence and energy dominance, just that one thing and, and control our border, another thing. If we do those simple things, we will lower inflation dramatically, and we can help create high-paying jobs, and we could become, if we got back to energy independence and then advance to energy dominance we would be the richest country on earth and we wouldn't have to tax people so much we wouldn't have to rely on government we wouldn't we wouldn't be advising our military to go on food stamps how you how disgustingly humiliating and repulsive is is our treatment of our military the people that preserve our freedoms we'll give money to you know, rich brats that go to Ivy League schools, but we're not going to we're not going to take care of our military members and give them a, a wage that they can afford to put food on the table. May I say something? Yes. When are the American people going to wake up? When are they going to wake up to the simple fact that the only thing that Biden is doing is spending more and he's trying to buy people for his party. And on top of that, 
he is turning around and he's threatening us like he's Darth Vader in Star Wars with I have you have guns, but I have that 15. When are they going to wake up and realize that we're supposed to be united well, as a country? voting starts in some states this coming Monday, like Pennsylvania. I hope they wake up now. I hope they wake up right now. And I hope they're not sucked into a Democratic Party, a complicit media that only want to talk about Trump January 6th abortion and how evil Republicans are because they can't run on their record. I hope I hope the American people are sick and tired of this and they're going to come out in mass and they're going to send a clear, unambiguous message that they want their freedom back that they want their government back, that they're not putting up with this failure any longer and that we deserve better. It's up to you. I can, all I can do is give you the information. Anyway, appreciate the call. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity loaded up tonight. Sarah Carter, yep, we have another massive crisis, this time in El Paso in Texas, and she's there with the thousands of illegal immigrants that are there. Uh, Adam Laxalt, who's doing very well in Nevada, will join us. Kevin McCarthy will outline, give us a little sneak peek into his commitments to America that he is going to have every Republican run on. John Solomon will update us on his two big breaking stories from earlier in the week. We have Greg Jarrett, Alina Haba, President Trump's attorney, Peter Schweitzer, Larry Elder, Leo 2.0, Terrell, 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com backslash live. Who does Sean Hannity choose when diversifying his savings with gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with thousands of five-star reviews. And they've helped tens of thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com.